Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Dunk Dinkle for the Brave Alliance chat on July 30th, uh, 2022. So we got a few things to talk about today, and then we'll get to some Q&A. Overall, we are doing well, and Brave is strong. But we're in a war, and I'm going to talk about the war for a little bit. Now, we've been at war for about a month now, and we're holding our own, which is great. We've had some big fights already and done great in those as well. I am tremendously proud of you all. We are holding off uh, an entire mega coalition who's brought their friends. Now, we are facing an opponent with a lot of resources, and they have brought a lot of friends with them. It would be a mistake to underestimate them. They are smart, crafty, and they know how the game is played. This will be a long defensive war on our part. Our goal is to outlast them and maintain our space. To win, requires two key things. First and foremost is the willingness of all of you to log in, fleet up, and defend our space. If we cannot form strong fleets, we will have trouble. Your participation is important. Every pilot matters in this war. The second is keeping our wallets full. Winning the ISK war is good for morale, but we don't, <clears throat> we don't magically make money in big fights. We're not a rich alliance, but we have reasonable income streams, including corps and individuals who have given the alliance a financial helping hand. Sorry, I keep losing my voice. In the last war, there were times we didn't tell you the truth about our situation. That is not the case in this war. If we're hurting for risk, you'll be told. Now, war and EVE can be stressful and worrying. That's part of what makes EVE so different than all other games. If you're feeling stressed, reach out to others and talk about it. We are brave collective, meaning that we are stronger when we work together. Whether it is in blowing up spaceships or making ISK, working as a team is what keeps us being able to reach both your own personal goals and the goals of the Alliance. Next thing I wanna talk about is our culture. Um, from the beginning, Brave has tried to be an open and welcoming place for new players and all players. Having a, having a computer and a pulse used to be our entry requirements. Now we aspire to stay classy and do that for the most part. However, there are times when we miss this mark. There are actions which clearly break our rules and entail being kicked out of Brave. Our HR team has done well with this for the most part, but there's always room for improvement. We are working to try and be clear with these kinds of situations and take action quickly. Brave is an all-volunteer group of people in a lot of different time zones, so please be patient as we improve. Now, what you can do is help avoid issues. Many people are okay with poking fun at each other in comms and in the name of good fun. Unfortunately, not everyone takes this kind of thing the same way that you might expect. We've had several people feel hurt and attacked from this kind of thing. Keep in mind, this when you're on comms. I'd like you to try and be positive and supportive when you can. When someone makes a mistake, saying something like, what did you expect with that shitty fit isn't helping. If someone in comms is being negative or inappropriate or anything that you feel shouldn't be being talked about, you should speak up and say, that's enough of that kind of talk or let's change the topic here. We can't rely on someone in leadership or HR to be around all the time and listening. Each of you each of you in comms is empowered to speak up and help stop unclassy behavior. If you feel somebody broke our rules or it needs further attention, please ping HR or someone in leadership about your concerns. We can only help when we know there is an issue. And the last big thing I want to talk about is, is EVE itself, the game. Now, it's no secret that the player counts have dropped and we are seeing lower numbers of people in space. We happen to live in a very busy area, but much of Null and Losec are barren places where you hardly see anybody. And there's a lot of negativity about the game on Reddit, forums, and some discords. Now, there are some valid concerns about the game, but there's a lot of bitter vetting going on as well. So, if you're listening to this, but you don't really log in much to play, I urge you to come back and play. We have stuff going on every day, and every pilot matters, especially in the war we're in. Even if you're in an alpha character, you can still have some fun and feel the love. Now, I remain hopeful that CCP will improve some of the major issues we're seeing in the game and get EVE back on a growth path to bring more people into the game and into Brave. But it's up to each of you to log in, have fun, talk to your friends, 
and, and bring more people into this game. So uh, for people uh, who are listening to this and you're not in Brave and you're hearing me talk, uh, come give the game a try with us. Uh, Brave continues to grow even in the middle of a war and is always welcoming to players new and old into the group. So that's all I really want to talk about today. Uh, mainly, I want to give you all a chance for a Q&A, so I appreciate your time. Uh, tomorrow, we have an awful lot of timers and fleets going off, so I hope you can join in the fun. Uh, other than that, we'll switch to uh, Q&A, and if you can write your questions in the Alliance uh, fleet chat, uh, that'd be super helpful for me to be able to track what people want to know about. So Parsifal is asking about um, kind of in summary, uh, people being frustrated with fleet pings, um, where I guess the FCs are um, not getting a good response, but they're, they're, uh, people get confused, I guess, what doctrine they should be ready to, to, to deploy. So do I have it right, Parsifal, basically what you're asking? It's more just a suggestion. I just want to make sure I understand the, the question. Okay, well, the, the issue is part of the way EVE works <clears throat> is that we want to bring hard counters whenever we can. So I think sometimes the FC you're faced with, if a certain kind of fleet comes in, they, they want to bring... <clears throat> they, lose my voice again. They want to bring that hard counter, so they'll try and ask for that. Um, and so you'll, you don't always know that, oh, we're bringing Munins or we're bringing Feroxes. Sometimes it makes sense to bring Serbs or sometimes it's just a Caracal fleet. So I think it's something we should go over with the mill team and see if they can kind of um, be a little better about telling people um, what they need and not make so much doctrine switching once the fleet starts. Um, let's see. Will incredibly logging back in? I think the incredible people are doing stuff. Um, uh, doing more ADM fleets. Um, yes, we can definitely do more ADM fleets if people want to lead them. It doesn't take an FC having to do that. Anybody can lead a fleet in Brave. Um, it's something we want to do. Um, we just shifted some of the the capital systems around to help with some of the ADMs. So that's that's something definitely um, is helpful. Um, but we have a lot of timers right now and response fleets that kind of takes away from some of the ADM. Um, so <clears throat> Gerpar asks about better information for line members um, about a ninja drop of an ANSI in RQH. Um, so I think um, it's a balance we have to do between making a, a ping and letting people know in Slack because our opponents are also in our Slack and it helps them prepare. So I think we're trying to find that right balance. It's something that the leadership team has been talking about quite a bit, about how do we coordinate better with the infrastructure side and the military side about doing these things. Um, so it's it's trying to find that right balance between having a big response ready to go and not allowing the opponent the ability to kind of know exactly what we're going to do. So it's it's definitely a topic we've been talking about. So uh, Taminade asks, has FRT achieved any of their objectives? Um, you, you'd really have to ask FRT. Um, their state of objective is they want to take a couple regions up north that aren't our space. I, I don't believe they've done that yet. Um, but they have been able to um, bring in a large array of different groups against us and are you know, forcing us to defend our, our space. So um, I can't really say if they've achieved their objectives. Um, because they may talk about things internally that we don't. But um, as, as far as taking two regions they said they wanted to take, they've not done that. So um, Lara asks about uh, moon rental Athenor is being hit but not defended at times. 
Um, I, I think we are trying to defend uh, the Athenors when we can. It's usually the first reinforcement, uh, the shield reinforcement, where we have an issue because uh, the game has removed the damage caps so they can re be reinforced very, very quickly, and Athenor doesn't have very many shield. And if you bring an overwhelming force, they're basically the, the first uh, reinforcement can happen before you can form a response fleet, which uh, kind of... Uh, makes CCP's reason of changing it to create more fights uh, kind of not, not happen. So I think we have been trying to defend it, at least with the armor timers um, going forward. If there's something you're concerned about, definitely reach out to the mill team and see what they can do about it. Kadoris asks if there's any news from CCP regarding, um, I guess, uh, abuses of the TOS, I'll say, um, from our opponents. Um, I'm, I'm not aware of anything. Anyone who would make a report, that report would go to CCP, and that dialogue would be between um, the player who reported something in CCP. So as I'm, just because I happen to be an alliance leader, I'm not told what's going on, and they haven't made any public statements about anything specific. So again, while people may have suspicions about other people in the game, how they're playing the game or not playing the game, um, that's not going to be a key thing that we're going to really go after or make propaganda about or anything like that. Um, we have to take the cards as they're dealt with us. Uh, Winterco, Fraternity, all, all their friends, they're a large, powerful group. And they have a lot of people all the time. And we have to defend against that. So I think our focus should be on actions we can take. You know, CCP is not going to ride to our rescue with some band wave. There's not some other group that's suddenly going to show up with uh, a thousand titans or something like that. May I speak up about that? No, let me finish the queue. Um, any ETA on the test deployment? Uh, I, I really don't know. Um, I, I know there have been some test people in in our space. Uh, there was a Fortizar given to them by Fraternity in 5ZXX. So they have a staging Fortizar up there in NPC Pureblind. So I, I guess some of them are moving in. Um, we were tracking uh, their super and capital moves. It wasn't a huge amount, which was a bit surprising. Um, but again, I can speak for Brave and what we're doing and what we're seeing, but um, how test deployment's going is really a question for, for their leaders. So Felicity asks about um, you know what can be done uh, with I guess you know passes and structures um, by our opponents they put in the space. Um, we can bash them when they we can. The problem that we have on both sides of this war is time zone tanking. So we're not very strong in kind of the uh, Australian Chinese time zone. We don't have a lot of players on at that time, and they have a lot of players. So a lot of the structures and passes are timed to come out of reinforcement in kind of the weak time zone of the opponent. So we have tried to bash some things, um, but with the amount of passes and everything that's going down, um, we don't want to just blindly feed into these things. So I think um, our mill team has uh, is the one that makes the determination of whether we're going to attack something or not. But so much of this war is about the time zone tanking that's going on from both sides. Uh, Skiggins asks, uh, what additional incentives have been considered by leadership to entice players back to the game? Uh, to be honest, we don't have a lot of incentives. I mean, um, you know, we offer SRP, um, but it's, 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 we don't have the funds to start paying people to come play EVE. So I think um, we want people that want to play with us. We want them to, to come back, have fun. And if you're not having fun, we don't, we don't want a bunch of mercenaries here. So um, it'd be great if we could have some cool things to give away to people, but that's just, I don't think, in the cards right now for where we are. Is Zana, if I'm saying that right, asks about, do we need to worry about the act of war against Black Flag? Um, in theory, you shouldn't. Um, uh, Black Flag operates uh, in high sec, um, where n no brave alliance, no brave collective member should really be in high sec doing anything. You should have either an NPC, uh, you know, a, a non-player corp alt up in high sec, or be part of a, a brave empire 
up in high sec, which they can't be war decked. So I, I know people will tell me that, hey, I'm very quick, my ship's very good, I won't get caught. But inevitably, people get caught and their stuff gets blown up. So in theory, you, you shouldn't have a brave collective member in high sec where Black Flag is going to be operating. Uh, Acorn asks about having a standard standing fleet FC schedule and them deciding a more standard comp when possible. Um, I think we could talk about that. Again, the issue, as I mentioned earlier, is really the doctrine is usually chosen to counter what the opponent is bringing. So sometimes caracals work great against something, and other times they're the worst thing to bring against something. Same thing for Feroxes or Retributions or whatever we want to bring. So I think we do have to be ready for flexibility. Um, I think we have a, a good array of lower cost uh, fleet doctrines we can use that people should be able to have in their hangars. Um, not everything should be our higher end, um, you know, maximal doctrines. So um, again, we can bring it up with the FC team, but again, a lot of it's just the way Eve is. We have to bring counters to what uh, the opponents have. Uh, Hog tits asks about um, basically FCs being toxic and saying things, right? So um, it's a topic that's been discussed. Uh, I would very much like uh, the FCs to uh, not get angry in fights. Uh, I've brought it up before. Um, Brave is not unique to this issue. I think there are uh, groups, all, all groups have this issue with the kind of uh, uh, some of the strengths and characteristics that make you a good FC also kind of lend to um, getting upset when things aren't going right. So I will redouble my efforts to kind of get this under control. Uh, Aiden brings up, um, I, I guess the short way to put it is, you don't always know how many people are in standing fleet ready to fight uh, when you look at comms or you look at fleets or you look at whatever. And uh, I wish there was some easy answer to that. Um, we've tried different things like moving um, mute and deafened people out of uh, standing fleet. That doesn't really work too well because sometimes people just get up and walk away from their computer as well and they they're still appear to be listening. So um, I, I don't have a great answer there. Um, I, I think you just need to get some confirmation. If you're about to go try and tackle something, make sure that there are people who acknowledge you know, verbally or in chat that they're ready to help you before you go tackle. Because I've heard the frustration of somebody, they finally get tackle on something and then no one comes to help them. And it's totally frustrating, but it's also um, you, you can't, unless you know that people are ready to help you, don't act expecting that. 30 people in standing fleet are going to come to your uh Farouk, uh asks about are we interested in getting other uninvolved alliances to deploy against uh frt um we, we we've talked to a lot of people um we do have a, a large number of other groups that are want to work with us and we have set up a lot of systems in place to coordinate people. You'll notice there are some groups that are blue to us now that weren't blue previously in the war. Um, but there is no huge group that is coming to our rescue. So um, again, I, I think we have to be realistic of it is us and Greater, to Greater Trash Coalition Volta against uh, Winterco and all the people that they're bringing. Don't plan that somebody's going to come to our rescue. So that means every one of us is uh, needs to help fight and defend. Uh, I think Parsifal's asking about uh, hunting campers and strategic counter-ups. Uh, we, 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 we can try that. It's just, again, um, when we've done that in the past, it usually involves a tremendous amount of waiting and then nothing happening uh, because a lot of times um, uh, the enemy is in our comms and they know exactly what we're doing. So I think you can try it, but uh, it can be very frustrating to be waiting for a couple hours as the counter drop and then it doesn't happen. Um, so th that's that's a lot of the, the issue.
Pride, I'm scrolling through, looking for other. Uh, Gurpar asks about how do how do we counter armor hacks, armor T3Cs? Um, you know, I'm I'm not the the combat FC, so I can't speak to exactly what the tactics are there. I know that we've bump, bumped into it a couple times. I don't think we've done too bad against them, but that's really a question I need somebody on the mill team to to help me answer about what we're doing um, about. The So some of you were kind of using the Alliance chat as kind of a discussion thing, and I, I kind of need it for questions because I, I can't, it's trying, trying to track everything. Is there anyone in comms that has a, a question they want to ask? I think Corman's trying to talk, but I can't. My bad. Uh, why were rented moons having a different structure timer than uh, non-rented moons? Or not just rented, but like overall structures for the alliance. Um, I think I'd have to check on this. I, I think either it was a personal preference of some of the rented moons, or that the we used to have our our timer set to more toward USTZ as opposed to EuroTZ, and for the war with our allies being in Volta being Euro. Um, uh, more Eurocentric. I think we've mo tried to start moving all the timers back to a more Euro-friendly uh, time zone, which makes it more opposite to the China time zone. But I'd have to get the exact thing. I don't know if the the Moon Rental Group was Every doing a slightly different time. From what I was told, they I was more questioning. Like uh, apparently, it was more of an oversight by them. It and was the standard. The standard timer for the uh, group that holds the Rental Moons is incorrect. It's been corrected now. Yeah, it just takes a month to fix it. I apologize for that then. I think that was just a, a mistake. If I can make a comment on behalf um, of the military dunk. Yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah. Please. yeah, if anybody can, can you shout for the recon people? Yeah, uh, on behalf of the military, if any of you are having issues with FCs that you feel are toxic, please get in touch with someone from military leadership. We can't fix it if we don't know about it. Other questions people want to talk about or comments they want to bring up? I got a comment about the whole reporting TOS thing. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, I have in the past uh, reported to CCP about people, you know, doing harassment against Terrapin Service. They are just going to say, hey, yeah, uh, we're going to look into it and we're not going to tell you anything else. So if you're going to put in a ticket, go for it, but do expect that answer. Because it is actually in their terms of service that they're not going to give you any details on about the reporting or the investigation. Okay. That. Uh, good lad. Eighty-seven asks about how our allies doing. I think our allies are doing pretty good because the focus has been uh, away from the regions uh, that Winterco wants, and it's been much more about pure blind, where we're seeing all the action down here. So uh, they've been pretty helpful to us. Um, I see the the coordination chats and all this kind of stuff, but I don't think their their area is not really under assault the way uh, we are right now. Other questions people want to talk about while we're all here together? I had um, seen a couple things for infrastructure, a couple questions. Do you mind if I yeah, go, for go it. on a little bit? So um, I'm Alonzo Callip. I'm one of the members of the Pause Boys team. Uh, we have a couple strategies that we use typically 
in order to place structures. Uh, a lot of that is uh, mitigation against people who might be monitoring, looking for those structures to anchor. Uh, typically, we call it ninja anchoring, where we just take the structure, go out in space, and do the thing. And it catches a lot of people by surprise. And that has worked a long time in the past. But we are adapting as our circumstances change with the combat and the war. And being, being in the position we're in at the moment, it is... Uh, our tactics will adapt and change with what we're seeing. So being able to sneak down uh, flex structures is going to be difficult. So as things go, we may have to coordinate, pre-coordinate, pre-ping, and we may have fleets on standby or doing minor objectives, secondary objectives as the main objective, something anchoring is taking place. So just, just be ready. Um, we will see tactics adapt, tactics are going to change, and then uh, with the speed of the combat and the way we, we are addressed by FRAT and their, their cohorts. Alonzo, you're shouting. Yeah, he's shouting. We're shouting on purpose because there's people down in recon comms, so that's why we're shouting. Oh, okay. We're... We may, we may see tactics adapt. Um, we will adapt as quickly as we can to try and maintain advantages for Brave. And it may adapt again thereafter. So just, uh, just try and bear with us. And, you know, if something happens and it doesn't seem like it rent, went right, maybe uh, an Ansiblex was anchored and then 20 minutes later it died. Um, that's that's because the strategy is changing or might need to change. And we'll adapt to that circumstance as it happens. And uh, if you're looking to help out, Pause Boys is looking for members. Let me know. Thanks, Don. Sure thing. Yeah. Uh, really appreciate all the work that... Uh... Pause Boys has done. It's a you know what you all don't see behind the scenes is the amount of coordination it takes to make sure Ansiplexes, jammers, and then just plain fuel takes an awful lot of, of work. So you know we have a lot of we have a good team of people in Pause Boys now. We we always need more people. We could use a few more Pause girls to to join up. Uh, a few more, a little more diversity in all our ranks would be great. Um, let me see if there's any other uh, questions people have that we could go over while we're all here. I'm not seeing a lot, but uh, this is, look, it's just, we're just here talking. And I, I know it's been an issue in the past where people don't feel that they know what's going on in Brave or they don't know what's going on with the war and a lot of gossip and things like that can spin up. So um, we're trying to have this chat and make these more regular so that you feel that you have a chance to ask your questions and get straight answers. Um, so please don't don't hold back. If you got something bubbling in your head, um, please do. Um, because that's that's what we're here for is to kind of help you all know what's going on so that we can all have some fun in this game. Um, I guess that is more of a, more of a comment, um, less of a question. I would really like to see some more uh, money-making fleets as I am personally really low on money. And with all of the uh, Reds roaming our systems, um, for me, I'm a mediumly new player. Uh, it's relatively hard to keep is in my wallet for all of the fleets. So um, maybe if we could get uh, some more ISK making fleets, that would be amazing. Absolutely, that would be great. I know that's a common issue for a lot of people. Uh, so um, we'll see about organizing some some more organized stuff. But I think also. Um, you know, speak up on comms and, and usually there'll be, you know, two or three, four, five people that might want to go out with you and just do some ratting stuff. It's not always the most optimal ticks, as they would say, but but definitely there's strength when we, we group up together and go do something together. You're less likely to get dropped on um, if there's a, 
a bigger group of people there than if you're just solo by yourself. So um, again, we'll, we'll start pushing that. There's been some discussion of it, but really feel free to kind of start these things. Um, uh, you know, just say, hey, I, I want to go, I need to go make some money. Who can help me make some money? And who knows, you might get dragged into some crazy wormhole fleet with the gas, which can be super profitable. Let's see. Uh, Lexi Mcom uh, basically says, "I'm really new, but I'm seems like a little nervous to speak up in comms because you think you're asking a stupid question." Um, I, I get that. Um, I I am I'm obviously an extroverted type person with all the crazy stuff I do, but I, I am married to an introverted person. Uh, she often thinks everything is way too peopley for her, and I understand a lot of Eve players are, are more more introverted than I am. So I think um, it can take a while for you to feel comfortable speaking in comms. And that's understandable, but no one's going to really make fun of you um, and people want to help you. So I'll say that about speaking in comms. Um, we do rely a lot on Slack to communicate. And if Slack, the typing is a little more comfortable for you to ask questions, you should do it there. We have channels on almost every topic under the sun about Eve and a lot of topics outside of Eve that you can go in, uh, chat about things, get to know people a little bit and feel more comfortable reaching out to them. So um, I, I can understand that it, it can be feel a little overwhelming to be in comms with everyone if you're a little more introverted personality. It's understandable, but no one's going to make fun of you and people want to help you. All I ask of the more experienced players and the more extroverted players is, don't answer people with honest questions with meme answers because it's confusing because they don't know if they really should be ratting in a marshal because you're joking about it, if that makes sense. All right, lots of recommendations for Lexi in the in the in the chat there. I'm looking for other questions. I have a quick question if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. I'm just wondering uh, if we've looked into maybe doing okay, like do Brave Empire sponsors. Someone speaking, I got the connection lost. Actually, one person at a time, please. All right, go ahead. I think right. So, Slender, you were asking Slender, first. Slender, yes, were asking first, and someone else. Yeah, so I was just asking if we've looked into maybe uh, like Brave Empire sponsored, get you know, money gathering while not under the eyes of CC. You're lagging, my dude. Okay, so I guess what you're saying is, yeah, um, we can. Uh, Brave Empire does have. Uh, they do. If you go into those channels, there are pings when those moons pop. They do a lot of uh, mining and work in both high sec, and then also there's a significant amount of low sec work that is done by Brave Empire. So I would check in those Slack channels. They have their own pings channels, um, and they're often talking about things that are going on and money making stuff that's going on. So I think go into those channels, and you'll probably hear a lot more about what's going on. And then someone else had another question. If you could shout rather than uh, whisper so that people in the recon comms can hear you. Uh, who, who else wanted to, to speak up on comms and ask a question? I think it was Governor. Governor, did you want to ask a question or have a comment? I've just seen a Dermot McLean um, comment in Fleet, which says, when there's a call for moonings as a fleet, um, a lot of people can't fly that, that doctrine yet. This was kind of what I was saying or trying to emphasize about fleet makeups. If you had to find predefined fleet structures probably calling a meaning fleet you might call defense fleet which will comprise meanings lodge and tackle it would allow people to have confidence in actually going into the fleets and sitting in rules which they're able to do rather than sitting outside of fleets and um, basically thinking i can't fly a moon yeah, it's a, it's a good point, but I think what we are trying to do is balance that the FC needs to know how his fleet is going to perform. And there are cases where the, the aspects of a is very powerful 
I need, they need to know exactly how many they have for alpha strikes, that kind of thing. So uh, I think but, what we're doing, we're, we're, is... I, just let me, let me finish, right? So okay. I think on any, any of those fleets, um, along with it are kind of some of the frigates that are very useful, um, which is our standard like molluses that reduce the tracking or the lock range, uh, the griffins that disrupt people, and also especially the tackle, even our, our Atrons are welcome in those fleets. We just don't want people who can fly a Munin to be switching to something else if they can fly the Munin. So I think the tackle frigates, the E-War frigates are always welcome on on our bigger Stratop fleets. You always hear Shattered calling for tackle. Um, but I, I think that the point we're trying to make is if you can fly a Munin, that's what we really need. Or if you can fly a high-end Scimitar Basilis, that's what we need. If you can't do those things, then we have things that are known in E-War and Tackle that really are helpful as well. Yeah, I do appreciate that. But what I'm getting at is if you have a predefined fleet, which includes a DPS um, subset, a Logi subset, then the, the FC will immediately be able to see how many people he's has filling in those his rooms. Thing. Yeah, so the I FCs actually... have tools. Yeah, go ahead, Jesse. I can actually give an FC's answer on this. So I've linked a wiki page in the Alliance um, in-game channel there. Uh, so that is the Mutin Doctrine page on the wiki. Uh, I don't know if you guys have looked at the wiki on the, for the specific doctrines that we have, but this is where you find all your fits. You'll notice that the Mutin DPS fit is just one of the fits. We have a bunch more there. We have a separate section for logistics. We have a separate section for support. Um, and there is a whole other section at the bottom of the page called other ships you can use. Um, what this is supposed to do is it's supposed to let you go through and say, OK, well, I can't fly a Mutin yet. I'm still training into uh, Minmatar Cruiser 5. Uh, I can't find a, fly a Simi yet for the same reason. I can fly a Scythe, though. I can fly a Hyena. I can fly um, T1 Tackle. I can fly a Ramjag and Interdictor. All of those are 100% necessary for a Mutin fleet to be effective. It's not even that you're being less effective in a Dictor. If you're a good Dictor pilot, you can make way more of a difference than you would be if you were just another F1 monkey. Um, so maybe take a look at the, the key pages for the different comps that we have. Um, hopefully it helps. Yeah, that's a very good point. And I've looked carefully through those um, doctrine structures, and they're very good. But people don't take the time when a Munin fleet's called to go back and check what, what other fits might be acceptable within that fleet. Well, I think it's a good point. I think we can bring up the FC team when they're calling the fleet and the comms are getting called that they remind people that, hey, there are support ships. Uh, if you can't fly the mainline doctrines, there are support ships we could use you to fly in to kind of remind them to uh, to fly those things and, and check the wiki if they have a question about it. But it's, it's definitely something um, that we want as many people in fleets as possible. So it's a great point. We've tried to make that information available. I think we just need to kind of remind people a little better of it's always available to them to, to, to join the fleet one way or the other. We also do have a Stratop Nubro channel. If there are any questions that you don't feel comfortable asking the FCs um, before, during, or after the fleets, please, please, please ask in Stratop Nubros. There are always people who are happy to help in there. As and an aside, if you decide in, to... in the fleets I've taken part in, I think that all the FCs have been extremely good. Oh, that's great to hear. All right, other, other questions, comments uh, that we have before I go outside and harvest some honey? Yeah, I've got a question. Um, so regarding, like, cool. you know, you're talking about wormholes and empire before, um, would it be possible for us to get, like, more dojo classes regarding, like, making ISK outside of an all set? Because all the CCTV, that might be a good focus. Yeah, that's another good point. I mean, we have a huge amount of uh, classes uh, on the Brave Dojo channel on YouTube that people could look at, but uh, I'll ask Jinx in all his copious spare time if, if he uh, can uh, uh, get some people to kind of give those classes uh, more recently so it's a little more interactive than just watching a video of it. Um, I think you could probably ask in the Dojo channel in Slack, and um, that might spur somebody to kind of either give the class um, or, you know, arrange for it. 
do we have specific areas where we're using wormhole space for risk generation? Spoopy does. Yeah, our wormhole group, Spoopy, does 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 have some specific wormholes they work in, but a lot of times is what we would call day tripping, where uh, we find a uh, an entrance close by to us, and we can go in, take advantage of the wormhole, get out, bring it home for us. So um, I'm not an expert in wormholes. Um, there's I, all I know is there's a lot of secret sex parties go on there, but um, I, I know that if you talk to the people in Spoopy, they they definitely can guide you about these things. I do want to reply to I think. Um, Someone has to question about the channels of communication. Uh, are they open between us and FRT Winterco, or is the door firmly closed? Uh, yes, we you know, leaders of, of alliances and coalitions talk all the time. So um, you know, we we can talk to anybody over it at FRT. And oh, my dog's bark. Um, but uh, you know, there's not a lot to talk about right now. Um, but it's very common for people on both sides of fights to be talking to each other um even during fleet even during you know big combat i can remember in the battle of m2 uh chatting with all the people in uh the imperium while they sat in their titans and i'm in my titan trying to wonder who's going to get killed next so the lines of communication are always open there's just not a lot of for to talk about right they they are sticking to their guns that somehow we're the bad guys for helping our friends and uh, I can't change their mind on that. So we don't have a ton to talk about, but uh, if, if, if there's a time for diplomacy, it's always open. Okay, other questions? Let me check chat. Oh, somebody mentioned Brave Hole Divers on Slack. Yeah, that's a good thing, too. I know that a lot of people go there and do fun stuff. Um, Tyler is asking about Logi anchors. Um, maybe Jesse can correct me if she knows, but I think some of the doctrines we use, we want the Logi closer to the anchor as opposed to kind of kiting off to get the distance because things move so fast, but um, I, I know some doctrines they don't they don't we don't want the logi separate from the the DPS. But uh, if one of the FCs could speak to that a little more knowledgeably than me, it's mostly FC preference. If your FC asks for a, a logi anchor, absolutely oh, speak up. I'm oh, sorry. Um, yeah, if your FC asks for logi anchor and you're interested in being a logi anchor, speak up. It is an amazing, amazing way to get experience. If your FC hasn't asked yet and you're still interested in doing it, ask anyway. The, least, the worst thing we can say is no. Um, in terms of which doctrines need it, like Tempests absolutely need it, um, as do the Paragons. For Mutants and Serbs, it's, again, it, it's really down to preference. It's one less thing for the FC to have to worry about, but it's one more thing that can go wrong. Yeah. I've got a question regarding that, actually. Um, so how do you get experience with logi anchoring? Because, like, I've thought about before, but I really don't want to take the risk doing it on, like, a strat up or anything. You just do it. You just have to do it. Uh, as Pip says, you just have to do it. Um, I, I'll try and drag up an article I wrote about being a logi anchor and what it means and what you're really after. But the main thing, if you're the logi anchor, uh, your main goal is the positioning of the logi first and foremost. You're not even worried about the reps, really. You are simply trying to keep the position of the logi so that you're a further distance from the enemy and the, the DPS wing is between you and them. So it's all about positioning, manual piloting, and kind of how do you how do you operate in that way. When you get comfortable with that, you can kind of throw back in, like getting reps and calling for overheats and all that kind of stuff. But the main thing about being Logi Anchor is understanding that 3D spatial positioning and how to orient and fly in that. So if you feel you're comfortable with that, you're probably ready to go Logi Anchor a fleet. If anyone would like uh, any extra info or some tutoring, feel free to reach out to me or any of the other FCs. Uh, if you want to DM me, it's just Jesse Tacona on Slack. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, if, if you do want to practice doing a logi anchor, you know, if you speak up during sort of like a, one of the smaller engagements with people going out in caracals, for instance, you can kind of build your way up to not doing it in a stratop straight away, but do it in those smaller fleets and get the experience and then have that confidence for a big stratop. 
And Bodgy, we need or uh, Ewar, we need all the Ewar we can get. If if like you're not even comfortable or can't fly Lodgy yet, please get an Ewar. Ewar right, fights. I got a question go ahead, about, Governor. Um, special interest groups. Um, I do have a Titan in Eftaken, and I would like to know. Um, because like on the wiki, it says I need to join like the capital and super capital and Titan groups. Um, the person who's in charge of that seems to be away since a long time. So I tried to contact like Shattered Armor on Slack, but due to our free plan, uh, the message quickly got um, disappearing of, from the DM because, well, we hit the limit for the free uh, thing. So I was wondering, um, how could I get pinged uh, to offer bridges to the fleets because I'm not yet uh, feeling confident enough to uh, actually yeet my titan into fights, but I do love making bridges and I would like to know like what, what I need to do to be able to do that and get pinged whenever it's needed. I can handle that. Okay, okay. All right, so Algo, if you could reach out to Governor and get him sorted with, with getting in the group. And just for what people know is when you're in the Super Capital and Titan groups, um, we have special channels that you only get access that you can even see when you're in those channels. So um, we're not YOLOing any Titans anywhere right now, so we are using them for bridging, things like that. Um, so there are special Slack channels that when an FC needs a Titan bridge, they ping that channel and then a Titan pilot who's online can switch and do the bridge. So it's super helpful that you want to uh, help with your Titan We. We, we always need more bridging, so that's fantastic. And Algo, if you can just follow up on that with Governor, that'd be fantastic. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Uh, in Fleet Chat, Yaz brings up that uh, about a fight where the Nightmare Fleets and how the Crucifiers, our EUR frigates, made a huge difference in, in that combat. And again, I know people think I'm just sloganing when I say every pilot matters, but the way we fight and the way we can bring large numbers of these E-War frigates to battles really does turn the tide in a lot of battles. It isn't just currently. In the past years ago, we were fighting PL. It made a huge difference. So uh, every pilot, even if you're in a frigate, makes a difference in some of these fights. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good point. And then uh, flag asks, uh, we need an out of brave alt for incursion activities, possible tax evasion um, guidelines. I, I don't think we have any specific guidelines. I know a lot of the incursion, high sec incursion communities don't accept people that are in corpse because of war deck issues. Um, I, 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 I'm not going to, I don't think we want to spend a lot of huge effort trying to track down all this stuff. So if you think you made a reasonable amount of money and you want to donate some money to the Alliance, do you think is fair? That'd be fantastic, you know? Um, but I, I don't think we have a specific guideline. Maybe Algo could correct me, but I don't, I don't think we have a specific method for completely outside of brave characters, especially with encouragement. No. Okay. Um, Diarmon, I can't pronounce these names, um, asks about if we can do the chats. Yes, I, I'm happy to do these chats. Um, due to real life work, uh, I usually can't do them during the middle of the week. It's usually um, on the weekends when I have time and they okay from Mrs. Dinkle to do them. So um, yeah, I think I, I do them when I can or when other people in leadership remind me that it's been a while. But I, I think the 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 if you feel you want to talk about things or you're feeling hey i want some answers you feel free to ping me directly and i'll try and like hey uh, the, the next chance i get we'll do one um you know i have the issue of i have just an overload of information coming at me all the time so i always feel like i have too much information and but i understand that other people not in that position can feel like they don't have enough information so just let me know what you're feeling if you want me to do a chat i can usually fit it in any weekend. Uh, I just need to know what people want to, when people want to know that kind of. All right, we're coming up on about an hour, which is as long as I usually uh, think any kind of social group can hang together in a meeting, not doing anything. So are there other questions people have before we kind of wrap
I posted a question in chat. I'll not be more than glad to ask it. I'm, I'm here if, if you prefer. Yeah, go, go ahead. What's the question? If you could. Yeah, sure. Uh, my question is, uh, would it be possible to have PVP classes as I'm learning how to understand what exactly is happening on screen during a fight? Um, it's very confusing uh, for some of us who don't understand the nuances of PVP um, as far as like knowing exactly what's happening on screen. I think that's a great idea to, to be able to kind of do some AAR as we're watching a video of a, a PVP. Uh, of a thing. So um, maybe bring that up in the Dojo channel. And we do have our backup Discord. And I think there's a way you can do screen sharing in a backup Discord. So maybe an FC could walk through what's happening in a fight at different points. And people could kind of see some of the decisions we've made that are both good and bad decisions. Does that make sense? What we might be able to pull off? And it's important to remember that everybody has an, uh, has an opinion on it, right? So, I mean, we get SCs to show you, but you know, it's it's check check with a lot of SCs, a lot of different people. Take yeah, I, I think we could. Yeah, I think we could uh, if we get a few dojo people just to kind of do an if if we have a good video of a fight or even a fight somebody else was in that there's a good video of, we can kind of talk through what what it is. For sure. This is baller here. This is stuff that's all up my alley. So anybody who has good videos or something, I've already offered to do commentary. So. And put it on the Dojo channel so anybody's got good videos that they'd like to have commented on me, I'd be happy to do it. Welcome All right. Baller. All right. Unless I hear another big question people want to talk about, I'm going to call this to end, stop the recording. Um, anything else people want to talk about before we kind of close this down? I think we have a timer coming out within an hour, and we have a bunch of timers tomorrow that would be good to focus on. last call. All right. I want to thank you all for coming to this chat. Uh, I'll post the recording and the text of what I, I said. Um, I, I do want to remind you to stay classy, to try and treat each other with respect, and try and treat all of the EVE players with respect as well. I know it's easy to demonize the enemy, but they're just another space nerd like you who happened to log in at a time and joined a different group so please let's just be nice to each other this this whole game of eve is supposed to be a uh, a release from the stress of the real world so let's not make it tougher on other people other than blowing up their spaceships all right thank you all <laughs>